Hi, this is Ed Fitzpatrick. If you enjoy local politics as much as I do, be sure to join our friends at Rhode Island PBS for the show A Lively Experiment. Hosted by Jim Hummel, the weekly series features journalists, pundits, and politicians debating the stories and issues that matter most to us Rhode Islanders. Tune in to A Lively Experiment and be part of the conversation. Fridays at 7 p.m. on Rhode Island PBS and wherever you get your podcasts. From the Boston Globe, this is Rhode Island Report. I'm Ed Fitzpatrick. Welcome back to the podcast where we bring you big conversations from our very small state. We're going to do something a little fun and different today. I'm going to take you back to Greenville, where I grew up, to tell you about a game I used to play as a kid. When most people think about chestnuts this time of year, they think about roasting them on an open fire and eating them. Me, I think about destroying my opponent's chestnut, shattering it, watching it splinter across the schoolyard. I'll explain what I mean after this short break. When you want to go beyond the headlines, let me recommend Rhode Island PBS Weekly. Rhode Island PBS Weekly is an award-winning news magazine broadcast that gives you the full story, powered by investigative journalism and narrative storytelling. New episodes of Rhode Island PBS Weekly drop Sundays at 7.30 p.m. on Rhode Island PBS. Watch past episodes at ripbs.org weekly. That's ripbs.org weekly. So back when I was a kid in Greenville in the 1970s, chestnut fights were as big a part of my life as Fred Lynn and Steve Grogan. The game went like this. You drill a hole in a chestnut and then string it on a shoelace. In the fight, you'd swing your chestnut at the other person's chestnut. They'd swing at yours until one of them shattered. That's it. Your chestnut breaks. You lose. I figured everyone did this. But years later, I mentioned it to someone and they looked at me like I was nuts. I can't even say if it's a Rhode Island phenomenon. I mean, it's not something everyone knows about, like Dell's Lemonade. It's a slice of Rhode Island in a certain time and place. But when you connect with someone about it, it's like you found your people. The other day, I was in Greenville covering a story, and I I started talking about chestnuts with one of the Smithfield town councilmen, David Tacoyan, and the state senator from Smithfield, Steve Archambault, and they were both sharing stories about their chestnut fighting days. Chestnut fights became popular in England and Ireland back in the 1800s. They called it conkers. At first, they played with snail shells and hazelnuts. The first recorded game of conkers using horse chestnuts was on the Isle of Wight in 1848. The Beatles sang about the Isle of Wight, so maybe Ringo played conkers too. I have no idea how the game made its way from the Isle of Wight to the William Windsor schoolyard, but I'd be curious to hear how many others grew up with chestnut fights in Rhode Island. In any case, the World Conquer Championship continues today at a pub in Northamptonshire, England. Last week, I returned to William Windsor with my friend from Greenville, Sue Tremblay. She's an adult now, an accomplished professional, but let me tell you, she can still throw down in the schoolyard. We are at uh, William Windsor Elementary School, where I went to uh, elementary school back in the day. It's not an elementary school anymore now. It's the North Northern Rhode Island Collaborative or something like that. And they've consolidated the schools. But you, you can see there are still kids coming here. 
man, it hasn't changed a whole lot since I was a kid. <laughs> like, this is totally bringing back memories. Like, you'd come in and into the schoolyard and people would be having chestnut fights right here on, uh, near the swings or near the basketball court. I dug out my old chestnuts from back in the day. They were up in the attic. They've shrunk to the size of walnuts by now and their skins are flaking off. These were probably picked from a chestnut tree up near the Cavanaugh's. I'd ride my Huffy bike up Orchard Avenue to get the chestnuts and then you'd bring them home and my father would put this, the chestnut in a vise and drill a hole in it and you get a shoelace, like these snazzy shoelaces here, and uh, string it up. So then you're ready to go to war out here in the, in the schoolyard. Here comes Sue. Now, it, now it's on. Sue climbs out of her car holding a fistful of twine strings with large chestnuts hanging off the ends. She said she's got hers all strung up, new chestnuts strung up for the battle today. So this is very exciting. I'm looking forward to this. I'm Sue Tremblay. One of the great chestnut fighters of our time. <laughs> and a proud William Windsor graduate. I worked at the Miami Herald and Knight Ritter and the Sun Magazine, and now I work for the Nielsen Company in New York doing TV ratings. So Ed used to deliver the evening, evening bulletin, bulletin. Evening, when there was an evening yeah, bulletin to my house on Orchard Avenue which I just drove by for old time's sake went to school all through here and then college in Boston and then <clears> I <throat> left and I was gone for 15 years and when I came back to Providence we bought a house on the east side and one day I'm walking into the daycare preschool that my younger son was at and I see this guy who looks so familiar and I'm like oh my god is that you Ed Fitzpatrick <laughs> <laughs> so Ed and I have been hanging out ever since. Our, our right. kids are friends. and A lot of Little League games. A lot of Little League games. And a couple of years ago, maybe <clears throat> like 10 years ago, at Ed's famous holiday party, he brought out the chestnuts. And he was like, yeah, yeah. Ganong, you want to play? And yep. I was like, yeah, all right. Yeah, we horrified all the other and, guests. Yeah, people were like, what are they doing? They're throwing, <laughs> they're throwing nuts Don't at go each in other. there. Don't go in there. <laughs> They've got these things on strings. and Yeah. Yeah. So we've, we have a great time. This is how we made our fun. In the olden days, this is how we made our fun. Yeah, people are like, well, um, what else did you do? Did you play like a game with a stick and a hoop? You know, like. Yeah, right. Yeah. We rolled rocks to the river. Yeah, no, but this, I mean, come on. This is good old fashioned fun. Well, I figured everybody did this. Like you growing up and yeah, chestnut fights are what you do at school. You know, it's like kickball. And uh, most people I, I tell that to, they're like, what the hell are you talking about? This is a real towny thing to do. You know, like every yeah, town yeah. has its flavor. This is a real towny thing. Yeah, I've never seen this anywhere. Do you have any else. idea why Smithfield, like how it started here? I have no idea. There's a lot of things about Smithfield that I still don't understand, <laughs> you know? If you're feeling confused, here's a quick tutorial on how to play. It's very simple. Try to destroy the other person. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. The goal is to destroy the other person's chestnuts. To do that, one person takes the string of their chestnut and dangles it in front of the other. So you got to hold it up, hold it steady, and then I wrap the um, shoelace around my hand to get it just the right length and get it near my thumb so you get some good torque on it. And then you try to hit the chestnut like that and try to shatter it. And you, you, I think you usually get three swings. <coughs> Sometimes the string gets wrapped up. And, and sometimes you hit yourself with it, which hurts. Yeah, then I hold it up for uh, Sue to take a whack at it. And we keep going until someone 
shatters the other person's chestnut. So, yeah, it's a brutal sport. My chestnuts are beer, but Sue's are covered in polyurethane. The, the thing about chestnuts is cheating is encouraged. You, you can shellac them. I used to put my mother's nail polish on them to harden them. You know, anything you could do to, to toughen them up was encouraged, short of liquid cement. We take our positions for the fight, and Sue makes some predictions. Ed's really a nice person, like super nice, but he's also really competitive. (laughs) (laughs) He pretends he's not because he's like always smiling and he's super nice. I'm not nice and I'm super competitive, so it could go either way. We'll see. I hold my chestnut still and Sue brings her arm back. Oh, wow. You've got a different technique, Sue. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to do this. Well, okay. I'll do it this way. All right. I'll fling it. First swing is a miss. See, big whiffa. It hurt. See, you can you can get injured doing this. Mm. Oh, you get three, right? Three. That was three. All right. Yeah. Then it's my turn. Oh, see, you're two for two. That's good. Oh, that was a good one. That was a good one. Did you hear that? Any cracks? Yeah, that's a crack. Uh-oh. That's a crack. Yeah, you see that? First sign. That is a crack. We go on like this for a while. There you go. go. Now you're locked in. Now I'm in the groove. See, I didn't do any practice. Did you practice last night? I practiced all week. See, I knew you did. There you go. There we go. Oh, and by the way, I mean, you could go weeks without cracking your chestnut. Yeah, yeah. So if you were expecting some big payoff here, (laughs) maybe a while. It's not... You can see what it's not like the NBA where they score every few minutes, every few seconds. Like, it's... uh, not a high action sport. It's more like chess. And a week later, that chestnut shattered. <laughs> then Sue swings her chestnut, and we hear a big crack. <laughs> oh! I tried to pull it away. Oh, it was this. Oh, really? Yeah, it Chipped was this. It. <gasps> yes! My chestnut is split down the middle. It's barely holding on to the string. Wait, wait. You're, you're almost there. Oh, you're going to knock it off. Oh, my God. All right, don't get cocky, you know. There it is! She beat the 1978 chestnut. Knocked it across the parking lot. You know, I'd like to thank my parents (laughs) and God and, you know, I'm going to Disney World. You cannot be serious! (laughs) You broke my chestnut! What got us out here in the cold, reenacting this game from our childhood? Oh, it it does bring back good memories, like being back in Smithfield and, um, you know, being back here at William Windsor. Yeah, it reminds me of being, uh, like, 10 or 12 years old. It it is just fun. It's low stakes. It's not like we used to pummel each other over basketball and kickball got really serious. This isn't really serious. This is just hanging out and having fun, right? Well, it's serious to you. I mean. <laughs> no, well, I'm clearly, I mean, <laughs> I won, so yes. And, uh, you know, I know you're shrugging it off because that's what losers do. Well, I, got, right? I, got a, I, I felt I could give you one. You know, exactly. thanks, for, thanks for letting me win. Thanks for <laughs> allowing your chestnut to break my way. I appreciate it. Well, thank, Sue, thank you for coming out and, and taking part in this great sporting event. One of the great... <laughs> Sporting events of our time, and uh, I, I think they'll write songs about this match someday. Well, thank you. Thanks for the opportunity to 
I'm not yeah. usually considered to be such the keen athlete that I was today. You know, this is a real moment for you me. Know, you've never, you haven't lost a step. I know. Is there like a trophy or a plaque? I, I, I'll give you my broken chestnut. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Did you have chestnut fights as a kid? Tell us your story with an audio or video recording, or you can send an email to rinews at globe.com. That's rinews at globe.com. Please include your name, where you played, and any favorite memories you might end up on the podcast. Here are some more stories to check out this week in Globe, Rhode Island. Phoenix House of New England offers an affordable place for people who are in dire need of a safe place to detox. Its residential facility in Rhode Island is the only one in the state that takes Medicare and Medicaid, but this important service nearly shuttered during the pandemic. My colleague Amanda Milkovitz explains what happened. I have a story on the former mayor of Central Falls, James Diosa, and his run for Rhode Island General Treasurer. And my colleague Brian Amaral reports that the ex-East Providence clerk, who is now running for city council, has a pattern of discrepancies in her education and work history. Find these stories and more at globe.com slash Rhode Island. That's globe.com slash Rhode Island. Rhode Island Report is a production of the Boston Globe. Today's episode was produced by Megan Hall, Carlos Munoz, and Scott Hellman. Audio mixing and mastering by Marissa Ewing of Hemlock Creek Productions. Our music is from APM. Got a tip? Have someone you think we should talk to? We'd love to hear your ideas. Send us an email at rinews at globe.com. And if you like the show, do us a favor. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. I'm Ed Fitzpatrick. See you next week. Looking to binge watch all your favorite PBS shows? You need Rhode Island PBS Passport, Masterpiece, Antiques Roadshow, Rhode Island PBS Weekly, and many more. Watch them all, anytime, and from any streaming device. Learn more about this member benefit at ripbs.org passport. That's ripbs.org passport.